0: Alright, let's not talk too loud, but yes, people, it's episode 280, 280 of Griff's bread Up it's me, Griff, obviously, how are you doing, you have to turn your volume up, because it is quarter past midnight, I'm in my hotel room, um, with the wife and baby asleep, uh, next door, we managed to be in the presidential suite, apparently, is what they called it the, the lion it's not a bloody presidential suite we didn't even book a presidential suite we got an upgrade yeah we, we booked a masonette is what we booked um, and we are now in a um, I don't know what's this room called it's an apartment it's nice it's got a kitchenette and a separate uh, living room bit and then a separate bedroom, two bathrooms that is what we wanted um We'll take it, it's strange, we got an upgrade that we didn't initially like, like this is the upgrade we've got, but the uh, the deck was dated, but it's a much better room. So how, how do you deal with that, how do you make that complaint to the hotel that they've given you an upgrade but you don't like it? <laughs> they thought they were doing you a solid and you're like, no, Mm-mm, no. You know it's not one of those ones that on paper is better, but it's, again, it's n- no. I wanted, I like the other room, it's shinier, and then um, what they did actually let us look at the original room we booked, and um, they got some good photographers, the room wasn't as shiny as it was in person, so we just went, fine, we'll take this room, then, while being in this room, bloody sweating our faces off, aircon wasn't working, so now we're the guys who got an upgrade, don't want the upgrade, now we'll accept the upgrade, they're like, aircon's not working, we're about that, was not working at all. Then, um, so it, was, it was a terrible start. So, without having any context, I'm in Crete, by the way. I've forgotten how to tell a story. I've started telling a story in the middle. Um, it's exactly what my wife does to me all the time, she just starts a story in the middle, and I'm having to, you know, ask her to release episode one the story because I cannot start this in episode two in this three-part series so yeah so when Crete flew by EasyJet. Uh, flight was delayed by 30 minutes so that was all right it was a bloody pain to get to It wasn't pain it was just the timing right because we was um, obviously we live in Hertfordshire could have flown from Luton but the flight times weren't great so we got a flight from Gatwick at 8 a.m. Me not really thinking about that. That flight from Gatwick at 8 a.m. means that we need to be at Gatwick at 5.30 a.m. Which means we need to leave our house at 4 a.m. Which means we had to wake up at 3.15. Went to bed at 11 that night. Oosh. But um, Drank a coffee. On the drive to Gatwick, and made me want to crap my pants because you shouldn't drink coffee and milk that early in the morning. But yeah, uh, we got the flight fine. Obviously, the three of us on the flight, having a baby on an aeroplane. As I said she's she's literally going to be one next month. She's going to be 11 months in a in a week or two. And um, yeah, she um, did you know what? Hats off to Zadie. She was fantastic on the plane. To be fair. Absolutely fantastic. Um, To the point everyone kept on commenting. Wow, what a chilled out baby. People with babies came up to us and walked past going, can we swap? Uh Um, We want one like your one. Yeah, she slept for half of it and then was um, generally just playing around for the rest until she got hungry. And that's it. And she's she's been good. She was good on the plane. Like I said, then we got here. and then it's like, as soon as we got off the plane, that's when she started falling apart. <laughs> the car was hot, you know. It was all just hot. It's too much for her. But she was just hungry. Yeah. And then got into the room. That's where we had our upgrade um, fail. But other than that, it's been all right. It's been all right. Been on holiday. Drinking the pina coladas. I haven't had as many as I thought I would. Because, you know, that's what you got to do. That's a proper holiday drink. Right? Pina colada. Sex on the beach. Pina coladas, you know, what I have. Sex on the beach, that's what Naomi has. Don't know what drink she's having, dog. Ooh, I'm here all week, lads. I'm here all week. No, um, so... <laughs> um, but yeah. he has been just drinking needlessly. You know, the first few days, we were an all-inclusive. Yes, I'm an all-inclusive. And, um... Like I said, I'm, I'm, uh... I said to Naomi, I'm, I'm a poor person with money. So when I go to all-inclusive, I, I eat like it is the last supper I will never eat again. Um, and we're a we Wednesday, it's Sunday now, so the novelty of all-inclusive is worn off. I now put on my plate the amount of food I would like to eat and the, the dish that I want to try and taste. Whereas the first two nights I basically tried to put everything on my plate and I'm going up for more. To the point where I was so full from dinner, I wasn't even hungry at breakfast, I was just going through the motions, just go. ooh, pancakes, yeah, i like, ooh, egg, That breakfast was silly, I had three different types of egg on my plate, what am I doing? Like how different can egg taste? I had a fried egg, scrambled egg, and an omelet on my plate. What is that? I'm just trying. It's like genocidal maniac I'm trying to wipe out next generations of chickens. Flipping mental. Absolutely no behaviour. But yeah. But um. But it's funny though. Being all inclusive. It, it, I can't lie, guys. It made me understand how you know horrible regimes like apartheid just stayed upheld because you gotta think I've done uh, all I've done is paid for an inclusive, right? That's what I've done. But simply having this gold wristband on um, has made me think I'm better than people who do not have this gold wristband on. Now have you got to understand there are probably other package deals that are actually better than the one I've got. People wearing different color wristbands, but there's me thinking mine's gold, so it's the best. I don't know, there might be someone walking around with a silver one, which is actually the platinum one. You know what I mean? They're laughing in my face. But here's the thing, I'm not laughing in one's face. What it is, I'm saying is about the in groups and the out groups, the us and them. Oh boy, I was walking around this little bit, there's, there's an island bar. And there's a little bit behind the bar where you can serve your own drinks if you're all inclusive. You don't have to queue up at the bar. You can just go around the back, pour yourself a wine or pour yourself a beer or a soft drink. I remember being in there, walking into this room. This is only the second time I've walked in this room and seeing someone else in there and thinking, mm, are you meant to be here? It's like I was ready to go full Karen on this guy. Like, can I see your wristband, please? I don't know if you're meant to be here. I'm not sure if you've seen my wristband. Mine's gold. I mean, the person clearly had a gold wristband, but I didn't see it straight away. I was ready for ask their credentials. Because the difference between me and Karen's is I didn't look at them and think their appearance didn't mean they should be in there. I didn't think anyone should be in there except me. That was it. That's how I've been sauntering around my gold wristband. Even people have been talking to us, talking nicely, commenting on Zadie, I'm like, yeah, thank you, thank you, thanks for the compliments, I notice your wrist is bare though. Not a gold wristband, no, mm, okay, try not to talk to us again, okay, hmm, bye. Hey, I don't know what it is, it just takes over when you're in the dominant group, you know, you just uh, understand the prejudice, understand the tyranny. The discrimination that comes with it you know Like put it like this let's say the person was in that room pouring himself a drink well how does that affect me is it stopping me from pouring myself a drink? no i just didn't want anyone else to do it he wasn't part of my in group it's funny though man it's funny but is the one thing that's been shocking since being here though is the it's been an increase in the past few days but Not very many English um, or British or Irish um, guests, you know, I always had in my head that, you know, places like Portugal, Greece, um, Turkey, Spain, those four, those four collectively, I think must take what, 70% of like summer holidays, holidays in, of like UK tourists. Yeah, of people leaving the UK to go on holiday. I reckon those four countries must take a good sixty percent. So I just, I just assume people will be a lot of Brits just getting hammered, but there isn't. There isn't, man. And um, it's funny. It's funny, like how what you deem as you know one of your own, right? Like, like I said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a black person from the UK, from the south of the UK, so. You know, I see another black person from the south of the UK, but like, yeah, that's that's like me, that's my people. Then, if I see the next stage, and that's a black person from anywhere in the UK, and I'm that like, same, therefore, I guess is um, anyone from any ethnicity from like my county, my town, definitely, but maybe my county, yeah. So, we've got that. And so, what's so funny is when you go abroad you know, you have heard anyone speak English for a while. They suddenly just say like, oh, shut up, Terri. Like, just just take that sun lounger, will ya? You? You're like, oh, my people. does <laughs> you just like, my people. Cause you haven't even seen any black people in the resort. I mean, we did. I mean, we always do this, me and I, we always count the black people whenever we go somewhere. we went to center parks, so I think we counted a total of seven. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and in this resort, there's, there's been more. There's actually an American family, two a couple and two girls. So, um, I've got more than seven here, but yeah, like my people, my people just actually, the funniest thing the people spoke to the most is uh, these two old friends, a woman from um. She's from somewhere in London, but she lives in Skegness now, and her mate from Barnsley. They're the people we spoke to the most. Of. These women are in their late 60s. But <laughs> well, we'd just been wrapped in the way with them, and everyone sat next to them on the sun lounge or in the restaurant. you right. They're like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they're our people. So it goes you're on the holiday. It's hilarious, man. Um, yeah. What else has happened? Well, again, changing the past few days, I was saying to my boy that um it's ugly guests here, man. Men and women. like when you go on holiday, you think people—it's a like beach resort, this pool. You know, you think there's gonna be some women there that you know make you say, "You know, you, you, you gas yourself up." Ooh, a few years ago, if I was to oh nope, none of that here. And the same way, you see some of the guys you're just like, man. I need to go to the gym innit <laughs> you know that you know them ones you just look at a guy and it's like nah like if this guy started taking the piss out of my body I can say nothing about him the guy's not even short like he's just he's a better man than me physically none of that yeah. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying that I'm here being the best looking man I'm saying there's been no one just outstanding beauty which is always weird to a holiday right I mean, like there should be always someone around the pool that you pretended that you can't notice them. Nope. Mm-mm. Not here. Not here at all. Ugly guests at this resort. I'm not sure people might be looking my way and be like, he fits in. All right, fair enough. My ego can take it. <laughs> and the other silly rules here as well. The 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 towel lady. So obviously we got beach towels. Or pool towels, whatever, or swimming towels. And um, what I've been doing, correct me if I'm wrong, what you would assume you'd do is you take your cards to the towel place in the morning, you get your towels, and at the end of the day, you return your towels and get your cards back, right? So that's what I've been doing um, since we arrived on Wednesday. Um, I think got to yesterday, Saturday now, and I go to pick up some new towels. This woman goes, eh, Excuse me. I was like, yeah, she goes, how, how many towels you got? I was like, pardon? Was like, how many towels have you got? I was like, I haven't got any towels, so I'm trying to get two. I only need two. She goes, well, what have you been doing with the other towels? I'm like, giving them back at the end of the day, because, you know, she works the morning shift. She goes, oh, you're not meant to take a towel every day. I was like, what? She said, no, you're only meant to take a towel Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And she goes, yeah, you keep on taking towels. I was like, no, I keep giving them back, that's why I have my cards at the end of the day, and she's like, okay, well, you, you can't take it every day, I'm like, alright, fair enough, you're the first person to tell me this, and she goes, yeah, you only have them Saturday, uh, Tuesday and Fridays, I mean, Thursdays, I'm like, okay, cool, i go like, Saturday today, right, she's like, yeah, I was like, can you just give me my towels then, <laughs> like, I'm not even trying to be rude, but Jesus Christ, lady, just give me the towel, you know what I mean? They've got like a whole bloody room full of towels. I've got a card for a towel. What does it matter? What does it actually matter? You know? Jeez. Like, is it your dad's hotel? What's the issue? Annoying. Annoying. And then obviously like with food, Zadie's got her allergies and stuff and um, but the restaurant's been really, I mean the hotel's been really good of that. Yeah, you know, each morning to take our order for her. And then they make her another plate, especially especially for her. Free of any allergens. Um, which is absolutely sick. And then also what's been cool. You know, the room that we've got now has a full kitchen has got a hob and stuff and which was annoying because we, we knew we had that with the bought food, but we haven't needed to bring food, which has been good. And um, but the other the other day while here, you now she's got these tortilla wraps that just are free from wheat gluten and everything. Anyway, I had to. She was getting hungry by the pool. I had to run back to the room and get this tortilla wrap. And um, you know, in something just like it's it's an innocuous thing. I don't think of it. It's just yeah, went upstairs get a tortilla wrap. And I walked back down to the pool with this tortilla wrap in my hand. But as I picked it up, I was like, well, I've got nothing to put this in. I'm just going to have to walk around. with just this wrap in my hand. Um, and when something's so inno- innocuous and so weird, I guess it then becomes a bit sinister. you know? There's this six-foot black guy walking around with a sweet potato and beetroot wrap in his hand. And when I say super beat with Wrap, that's just what the wrap's made of. There's nothing in this wrap. It's an empty tortilla wrap. Um, I mean, I came down in the lift, and this woman was about to enter the lift, saw me stood there with the wrap in my hand, and then she kind of just headed to the stairs. I mean, I'm not to say I'm intimidating, but I do understand that it's a bit odd, right? There's a bloke stood in the lift with sunglasses on and a wrap. I ain't getting it in that lift. What's he got a wrap in his hand for? I don't know what I could do with that, but I, I didn't blame her. I didn't even take it personally. Anyway, what else? A, that's, that's been my holiday so far, though, people. And it's been good. It's been good so far. We're going on some excursion tomorrow. let so see how that goes. And, uh, yeah. Now, is there anything in the news that I've picked up on? I mean, the Rwanda flight is going to take off next week. Not if it's easy yet, though might get cancelled. <laughs> but no, seriously, the Rwanda thing, I, I, so the UK High Court of giving it the thumbs up, um, and I genuinely thought there was no real objection to it legally, until we found out that the bloody UN on human rights, the UN Council for Human Rights have said, have come out and categorically said twice that they don't agree with this Rwanda plan and that it is illegal but the UK High Court gone, I hear that and I know it's your law that you guys made but we interpret it differently so we're going to do something else and then the arrogance as a court to tell someone whose rule they created that their rule is incorrect you know what I mean? It's like if I tell you to do something then you do it wrong now, you could do it wrong, but you can't tell me what I meant. You can tell me what you understood, but it's my rule. This is what I mean by this rule. That's what the rule is. But They're like, nope. Nope. We want to get these people out of this country to Rwanda. Rwanda, man. I'm surprised no one's tried to fight the angle and saying if you object to people being sent to Rwanda, maybe you're a racist. Like that's how I would be spinning it if anyone's objected to my Rwanda plan. But what are Rwanda gonna do with all these bloody, um, you know, these bloody people? All these like asylum seekers and stuff like they don't have the infrastructure for that. They're going to come back to the UK and be like, hey, listen, I know we said we're going to get paid 20, 30k per deportee and you've given us 100 mil. And listen, we appreciate it, but the price of things have gone up. Like, we didn't expect to actually have to house these people. We ain't built anything here. That's I can see it happening. And like, can we, uh, can we get. 50 mil in advance? No. <laughs> I even, um, Prince Chucky said something. Prince Charles, he said that the doesn't like the round the, the plan at all. And then he asked the palace for a comment and they just went, Nope, no comment. Not even a strong denial, not even a mild denial. There's nah. <clears throat> you no. Know I mean it's yeah. Anyway, let's see. We haven't um, anything more to talk about. Um, I was reading about um Google's AI robot thing, which was really interesting. But um, I haven't read the comments from the geeks to know if this is proper AI or not. But just go Google Lambda. For um for Google, Lambda L A M D A. Um yeah, interesting. Interesting bit of a bit of kit. Anyway, let's um walk Okay, what's going? On? Oh god, okay, this related to the page I'm on. Like I As I thought, Google's doing the listing thing again. Um, trying I anything else to cover before I go on to uh dear I mean, following Tottenham's transfer window. That's it. That's not Podwarvia. I just said what was on my mind. Um, no. It was, I've of that babies are scared of sand. That was interesting. Didn't know, didn't know it. I took Zadie to the beach, tried to put her feet on the sand. They recoiled. Like her knee was in her chin. She just did not want that sand to touch her feet. It's hilarious. So I tell Naomi about her Oh, found out she's scared of the sand. She's like, yeah. Apparently, a lot of babies are. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. Apparently, it's a thing. I was like, how is that a thing? Wouldn't babies be scared of sand. Like, what, what does that mean? I, I want to know. If someone got any theories or any knowledge? Please let me know why a babies scared of sand? Let's get us some dear Deirdre. Let's gizzle. Dear Deirdre, I'm 32 and my husband is 56 I'm so tempted to cheat with a young colleague. When you say young colleague, your age or 16, what are we talking here? Let's have a look. Now I always dismiss people who said my husband is too old for me but when a new colleague commented on our age gap I questioned it for the first time. I've always been faithful and more than happy with our family. Since this man has joined the fitness centre where I work, I've started thinking about sex with a younger man. In particular, this colleague. I was about to say, don't let me turn you on so you bang someone else. What? No. (laughs) Um, I'm 32. My husband is 56. Um, We have two sons, aged six and four and have been to, been married for seven years. Despite the 24-year age gap, my husband and I have lots of common. We are both huge football fans and love horse racing. Love, just be happy, innit? Stick with your husband. What's going on here? And we never cared what anyone said, even when they pointed out that by the time my husband is in his 60s and retired, I'd be in my 30s. Yeah, but he's probably making so much bank, he won't need to work. Don't worry about it. His new colleague, he's 34, is a senior manager on really turning things around at the fitness center. He is in great shape too. By the way, the information you've given, if I worked at your fitness center, I would know who you are. i would to see my dad picking. I'll see my dad. I'll see. Dad's the next line. That's why. i have to see my husband um, picking me up one day. He said it was nice, I still spend so much time with my dad, oh he knew what he was doing. He knew. He knew what he was doing, you know what I mean? Imagine someone just looking at your partner and be like, oh you like him fat, do you? (laughs) Oh, you don't really care about what people look like, no that's that's really commendable, you don't really care what people look like. Just going off by your partner, no that's really nice of you. Imagine. For some reason, his words really stung, and I've started looking at my husband through new eyes. I see this. He does look exhausted, and I've realised how predictable our lives have become, even having the exact same meal on set days every week. Look how predictable your life is. I bet your life is predictable because this guy's paying the mortgage. Yeah, he's paying that Robert mortgage beat. Anyway. the man just started to flirt with me, and on a work night out recently, he told me if I ever wanted to road test a younger model, he was a very smooth drive. I mean, that's hilarious. Jeez, it's fucking diff. Listen, when you're chatting up people from work, you better be certain they're receiving that well. Otherwise, it is HR in your blood clot. You know what I mean? Imagine telling a colleague that you can test drive me, you what, you bloody what. Anyway, instead of resisting, I stayed by his side and even let him fondle my legs under the table. Jeez, your minge must have been on fire, love. Now I can't stop dreaming about him, and I know it's only a matter of time before I cave in. That's a mad feeling. Knowing you're about to do something you're going to regret. There's a level of self-control, you need to fight that. Or just self-awareness and just avoid the situation. Like, you shouldn't have gone to the work party. Knowing that this man wants to. You know what I mean? Shit. Anyway, one last one. I said one last one. Sorry, that was the first one. My bad. Oh, this is hilarious. Sexed stress. My boyfriend says he's gay, but I found him sexting women on dating apps twice. Wait, are you... Wait, sorry, I thought it was funny because I thought it was a woman writing in. Like, the guy's come out as gay to end the relationship and now he's pretending to be gay, but that's not what's happened here. It's that I, th- it's, I think it's going to be a gay guy, right? So, wait, yeah, there you go. My boyfriend says he's gay, but I found him sexting women on dating apps twice. you. Bye. Does it go the other way? In a sense of the gay people who they believe are with a gay person comes out as bi. I like, do this guy, no, no, no. You're a straight E now. Anyway. Um, dear Deirdre, I had only just started to trust my boyfriend again when I discovered more suspicious messages between him and another woman. I am a 32 year old gay man and my partner's, I'm a 29 year old gay man and my partner's 32. We've been together for almost a year. He told me he was gay. How long is that relationship in gay years? Is that long? I don't know. I'll find out. I had only just started to trust my boyfriend and, they'd done thing like that. Um, and we had a great relationship uh, with him making me feel like part of his family but six months ago I discovered he was on two different dating apps at the same time under two different names that is mad maybe he's been catfished <laughs> uh, dear. but here's the thing wait let me read that again there's a clock something about six, about six months ago, I discovered he was on two different dating apps at the same time under two different names. How did you see this? Hmm? Mm. The big shock was that he was chatting to women, one in particular. And I confronted him. He said he was simply curious and nothing was come with it. It's taken me months to trust him again. But yesterday, I looked at his phone and he downloaded the same apps again and was sexting another woman. I don't think I can believe anything he tells me now. Mod. Mod. But um, yeah, like I said, he might not be straight. Um, uh, sorry. Doesn't like. Yeah, how did you find out? And then, this is just sexting at this stage. So just tell him stop that. You don't like it. And then see if this guy can, can uh, turn it around, get the bottom of it. Anyway, I just fell asleep a little bit on the pod because that's what we do. It's one in the morning here. That's what we're doing. Ah, just thought of something. Shout out. Did I say he's the last pod? Not sure. Oh, maybe say the last pod. Yeah, to says shout out? So grateful. got talent. Yum. Yeah. Almost certainly. Anyway, so let's we'll get to the next one. Let's get to the next one, and then we're done. Um, well, that's a bit weird. Uh, geez. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, Jesus. What a scattering. Dear, 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 wife, confessed about numerous things and revealed daughter is not mine. Why? 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 Just leave it, yeah? Jesus, why do I have to tell me? Like that. You can't be in a happy relationship Because that was just like the last little dig Little boot in, Mess you up Let's read this Don't right, want so dear, dear wife confess That numerous things of your real daughter is not mine That's mad Dear Deirdre, weeks week before she died My wife told me about her numerous affairs throughout our married life It destroyed me And as, it, as if that wasn't enough She also told me Our second daughter was the result of one of these things No one has to take an axe to the throat and the ankle for this one. That is mad. I thought that things were going to get any worse when my wife of third was diagnosed with an aggressive form of breast cancer. Difficult as it was to cope with her rapid demise, I was determined to stand by her aside aside doesn't matter what. Doctors warned us that it was a matter of when, not if. Had we spent every minute together. She only lived for six months after the diagnosis, died at 58, that's so young, um, I'm 62, and nearly a year on, I can't make sense of it, oh. um, yeah, it's mad, but 62, why are you being told at 62, your kid ain't yours man, come on, both our daughters are grown up, 30 and 27, and desperately miss their mum, especially as if... Especially as they have their own young children now. Yep. Anyway, come on. What they don't know is that three weeks before she died, my wife shared a devastating secret. Oh, so only you know. The kids don't know. Shit. It's deep. Um, my wife shared this devastating secret. She said she couldn't take the guilt to the grave and ask for, for my forgiveness. You see the selfishness there? She's like, yo, I can't this guilt is a grave because I think I'm going to heaven. So, fix up. <laughs> I mean, um, anyway, what I saying? What the hell was I just saying there? Um, you know, am going that there's no secret. She says, that was it. Something about just the offload before you die. I mean, she did, that's, that's, that's what that's that was almost she didn't want the guilt so when it comes to you know standing in front of whatever God you believe in she's like hey hey I told the truth all my life hey look at the mess I've left but hey tell the truth <laughs> them selfish confessions I've done them before um she said that she couldn't take the guilt to the grave and asked for forgiveness. Then she told me about her things early in our relationship. Jesus! Her excuse? She was lonely as at the time my job as an engineer took me away for weeks and months at a time. Jeez. That's why you need to, you know, find normal people to be with. That's all just normal, boring, mediocre people because you can't be living your life and be married for that many years and then someone just drops a bombshell that your kid ain't yours. And like, what? Sorry, that was a laugh you want to tell me. No. I'll smother you with a pillow. Anyway. Yeah, so I was trying to earn enough. To, oh, Jesus. So her excuse, she was lonely as at the time my job as an engineer took me away from for weeks and months at a time. I was trying to earn enough. To provide a good future for us. As much as I loved my wife. I knew she needed attention. So I'm not surprised. Hey God. So he literally said. He's, I picked a wife. That I knew. We're just flipping. This shit out. Because he loves the attention. That's who you picked. Pick better man. Do better. But still. The hurt is undeniable. I feel like the whole of our marriage. Has been a sham. Probably not mate. So don't worry about it. Um, now I'm wondering what to do. Tell my youngest daughter the truth, so she has the chance to meet a real dad. Or we'll take my wife secret to the grave. I can't sleep for worrying about it, that is a mad one. Um what would I do? Mm. Yeah, I don't think I'd don't think i until um until like you need to give blood or something you know what I mean usually oh, you can get a match from your father then I'm like okay before we do that can I talk to you outside <laughs> I'm not your dad mad 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 anyway that's the end of the pod people I've been wrapped in the way for 36 minutes alright Um, anything else happened or happening uh, I don't think so so I'm going to piss off the bed people I love you, I'm going to leave you Cheers for listening Peace Oh wait, before I say peace, if you're in London get to the Hackney Empire, stand up for Windrush raise some money for the, the victims and the people affected by the Windrush scandal they tried to deport the Jamaican people then, hopefully they don't start deporting them to Rwanda, anyway let's go, peace